0: Millie came around the other day looking like a million dollars. I said, Millie, what's up? Have you had your hair done on the sly? Millie was platinum blonde. You can always tell when it's a home-do. It lacks that je ne sais quoi. Whereas a professional job always gives a shine to your helmet. Oh, no, no, it's only a box from Boots. Did it during lockdown? L'Oreal? L'Oreal? I looked her over. Millie was all made up. "'Red leather basque, skin-tight jeans, gothic eyeliner, "'across between Bet Lynch and Count Dracula, but sexy as hell. "'I said, Millie, love, where do you think you're going?' "'I'm having a night out,' Millie said, "'flashing a bottle of Prosecco under my nose. "'It's only a meeting with Mr Grimes, Millie. "'Make the most of it, girl. "'Never know when the old mop-top will lock us in again, "'what with this new variant going around.' Poor old Grimes will have a heart attack looking at you dressed like that. Not bad for a bird pushing 60, eh? Millie checked her inventory in the hallway mirror. I had to admit Millie's assets were all intact. I'm looking forward to shaking up the cobwebs. When's the last time we had a good night out? Night out, Millie. It's the Gravekeeper's Lodge, not the Ministry of Sound. You're not wrong, Lizzie. She did have a point. It would be good to get out, even for a sly gathering at the Gravekeeper's Lodge. I glanced at my own reflection. My hair was down around my shoulders with grey streaks running through. I had these mad locked-down eyes. Back in the 1600s, I might have been burned at the stake. Sheba appeared out of nowhere, curling around my ankles. She let out an accusing yowl. How could I even think of going out and leaving her home alone?' feel guilty leaving Sheba on her own. She's got used to me being around 24-7. Take her with us then. Not wise. What if Eloise has turned into a mouse? With Sheba around, it could get ugly. I brushed my hair in the hall mirror. Millie and I were such opposites, whereas I sloped about all day in my ancient sweatshirt and trusty leggings, Millie was like the Princess of Toddlington, always pristine and up to snuff with her hair and make-up, but cross her path once too often and she'd swear at you like Bedlam. "'Your hair is so boring, muss it up a bit!' Millie showed me her prized perennial, a mega-bottle of Boots hair wax made for astronauts, apparently. Such was the anti-gravity effect. Millie dug her fingers into that waxy substance and began rubbing it into my skull with her sharp, long fingernails. We need to spike up your thatch. Do you know, my auntie Pearl, the shop owner, that's the one, she wore lacquer so strong that when a brick fell and hit her on the head, it bounced right off. They don't call her hard-headed for nothing. There you go, much better. I look like a blimmin' banshee! When we got to the lodge, half-hidden behind two evergreen trees, we heard muffled noises coming from inside the building. Sounds like Grimes has company. "'Probably invited a few friends "'so as we could all decide about the whiskers and whatnot, "'cause what looks like whiskers to you and me, Lizzie, "'might be normal face hair to somebody else.' Millie had a point, and what with the vicar being invited, any rowdy behaviour would be curtailed by that formidable personality. The door cracked open, and a blast of piano music shot out, accompanied by raucous female laughter. Grimes poked his head out like a turtle Quickly, get indoors. He bolted the door behind. I'm glad it's you two girls. We've had another visitor earlier on. That community police snoop lady. What's her name? Lottie Higginbottom. Yeah, she came knocking on the door earlier, asking questions. I saw her away, all right, but we must be on our toes. Don't want her snooping about and reporting back there's an illegal hoolie going on or summit. So, lockdown's over, innit? "'Still early days, girl, early days still.' Over in the corner, we saw a mysterious gent in a red jacket knocking out a lively tune on the piano. His back was stiff as a rod, and when he turned about, I saw a faded uniform with gold-braided shoulders and medals from upper to lower deck. He had the look of a high-ranking officer.' "'A woman was perched next to him on the stool. "'Bird-like creature, very bizarre. "'On seeing us, the gentlemen stood to attention. "'Grimes made the introductions. "'Colonel, meet Lizzie and Millie, "'both long-standing con club members. "'Ladies, meet the colonel, a con club veteran.' "'The colonel clicked his heels together and bowed. "'Delighted to make your acquaintance, dear ladies?' He turned to the wisp of a woman peering at us from her perch next to the piano. May I introduce to you my dear Lady Valerie, known fondly to myself as the Trollop? Hello, pleased to meet you. The Trollop wore a silky gown with ropes of pearls dropping onto her skinny bosom. Her scrawny arms were bedecked with bracelets that jangled when she moved. Both the Colonel and his Trollop looked about ninety years old, if not more. Inside the lodge, candles were lit in all directions and two upside-down crates held plates of cheeses and some wine, to which Millie added her bottle of Prosecco. Have a seat, ladies. Millie and I sat down on the city as before, but this time Grimes had covered it with a heavy velvet throw, making it more decent to sit on. Grimes looked at his watch. Now then, MacDoodle will be here any moment with Eloise in tow, so here's the plan. Grimes explained that the colonel and his lady were there to witness proceedings and provide further evidence of dark doings with DNA if needed. The bait was the assortment of cheeses from Charlie's Cheese Shop on the High Street, donated by Charlie himself, all different varieties, from Somerset to Dorset and a range of camemberts too from France. Grimes started laying the cheeses out on the plates... I reckon she'll head straight for the camembert, being as she's from that region. Mice always stick to their turf, in my experience. At first knock, we'll be in position, and when the time comes, I shall raise my stick and give the signal like so. The colonel produced a short gold top stick from his waistband, To demonstrate, he raised the baton and brought it down sharpish. Now then, uh, here's how to get to the bottom of these shenanigans. If she heads straight for the cheese, the chances are she's compromised. And if she hangs about like, then we have a fair idea as to whether she's okay like. Isn't that so, Colonel? Precisely. A knock came on the door. The Colonel stood in the centre of the lodge with his baton raised. Now then, everyone, hold position. There was a second knock, louder than before. The colonel lowered the baton, upon which Grimes marched to the entrance, unbolted the lodge door and opened it. What we saw next frightened the daylights out of Millie and I. Lottie, her nose twitching, dashed across the room in her pride-go chair. She leaned in and devoured each and every one of those cheeses, beginning with the Dorset cheddar. Poor Millie passed out on the settee. Put the kettle on Mr Grimes, she'll need a strong cup of tea. And a shot of brandy. Go on then.